where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, tell you about some things that we understand, some things that leave us confused, some things that we love, and especially some things that we hate. <laughs> For once, Pete's description of what our show is didn't disgust me. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. It was my least creative effort. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say how was your, mm, I won't say how was your week, because we're doing episodes back to back. Oh, I'm going to hijack this one. Okay, go for hey, it. Hey, Marissa, tell me something great that happened to you in, like, the oh. past week or so. Like, what, um, was, what was something that you saw that inspired you? I got a wig. I like to create personas. I cosplay, but I like to make a lot of original personas, either for a project or just for myself. So I've been listening to BTS a lot, that Korean boy band. No, just, tell us more. Shut up. <laughs> and my friend started taking hip-hop classes. I don't know if I've mentioned that on the show yet. Because we want to be able to, like, do their choreography. But also, me and the girl want to, like, become our own, like, visually at least, boy band. So I bought this gray wig on a whim. It was only, like, $10 from, like, China. And boy, oh, boy, do <laughs> I look like a hot boy in that wig. And I am so inspired of all the ways I'm going to make boy looks and the cool boy I'm going to be. I, I need to finish my look before I name the boy. Because I give all my personas names. My last male persona of note was Raul. Oh, yes, um, I remember Raul. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what this one's going to be called, but I'm very excited, and I think I'm going to be very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? So humble. <laughs> As a man, not like... No, I know. So hot, but my male persona is going to be real good looking. Is it church? <laughs> and there was this uh, little, like, it was in people were in line for communion and they were going up and there was this baby that just kept like squirming around and like <laughs> making noise in his dad's arms and the mom turned around and she was like shut up shut up <laughs> you to the baby yeah and uh and i was like oh that sucks oh man that sucks more because she's pregnant so she's gonna do this to another kid oh man. but then the person behind the father made some funny faces at the baby and then the baby chilled out and okay. I was like, that's nice. Strangers do nice things once in a while. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. So you know what he, else I realized recently? What? When you do the topic first, you have barely any reason to come up with a connective tissue or like a transition. So today, I'm really happy to hear you come up with a transition from a crying baby to your topic. No, we have icebreakers. Oh, damn it, you're right. <laughs> That's right, bitch. Icebreaker. And and it's my icebreaker, too, guys, so I'm just not paying attention. If uh, you had a band, I don't know, maybe like a Korean boy band, uh, what would they be called? And well, if, it's, if it's essential to your response, what kind of music would it be? Like, if you come up with something... And you're like, but you need to understand it's going to be this kind of music, and that's why this theme is appropriate, or something like that. Okay, I first need to just say, though, in the past, I made up another male persona, who I don't think I named, who was a lead singer of a Japanese... I wasn't Japanese, but a Japanese... Oh, you weren't? Shut up. I didn't, I didn't offensively try to be Japanese. 
That was in the stylings of a Japanese visual kai band. If you don't know what visual kai is, think like a very stylistic like hair metal band. And I was trying to name it in the vein of Japanese visual kai bands, which I made it and I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. And then I was like, oh. So I named us V-I-X-X and then realizing that's also Vix, like... Vaporub? <laughs> yeah, like Vix Vaporub. <laughs> but it was like totally perfect for the style if it wasn't also the name of Vix Vaporub. Also, once I did a... Uh, once I did a uh, one-woman... Not a one-woman show. <laughs> once I did an open mic and I said my name was Dadfest... Yeah. But they thought I said dead fest, and I was really sad. Anyway, Pete, I feel like I've burnt you out on dad stuff, but let's pretend that didn't happen. And maybe I'd want to be dad punch, and it would be like, uh, like a crust punk, like a real thrashy kind of punk band. Which is the complete opposite of what I imagined. What? <laughs> Which is the complete opposite of what I imagined. What did you think Dad Punch would be? Uh, you were on stage in a Hawaiian shirt. Pete, shut up. <laughs> and honestly, you weren't even playing music. <laughs> I was just drinking Hawaiian punch. <laughs> no, no. But I did imagine you holding a punch bowl, but then I was like, Pete, she's in a band. Oh, and then no. the punch bowl disappeared. <laughs> it's a like disgusting, thrashy, aggressive punk band called Dad either Dad Punch. Or dad fest. That's it. You? This, I was just going to go off on a Hawaiian punch uh, tangent, but I realized that we're short on time today. So instead, something else came to mind. I wanted to tell you this, Marissa. And I don't okay. think I did talk about it on the show. If I did, I'll cut this part out. But um, James called me one day while I was at work. And he said, hey, I listened to the Mandela Effect episode. Does any of this sound familiar? No. Okay. And he goes, I think I know why Marissa was so confused about the cornucopia why and i was like okay what do you got and he goes because of the loom and i said what are you talking about and he said fruit of the loom and i was like yeah what are you talking about and he goes yeah. there's a loom behind the fruit no, and i was like did. what the f- are you talking about <laughs> So James is broken also? Yeah, but James okay. is in a completely different Mandela dimension loom. than everybody else. I don't even know what a loom looks like. So I'm bringing that up really, That's really so late. Far. I have no visual. Let me Google loom. Like, I know what a loom is, but, like, I'm not like, mm, yeah, remember that that loom, that detailed loom. James, I like you. I like you. I did not like you, but I like you more than I ever did. <laughs> yeah, what? That would be absurd. But like um, that. that makes to, me so happy. You don't even know. Thank you, James. Thank you. To answer the icebreaker question, uh, when I thought of the question, for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was Amy Mann's left toe. It's shit, Pete. I don't like it. I don't either. Uh, because for some reason, yeah, like it came to mind. And I imagined her character in the Big Lebowski sitting at the table at where she, the the the, reason, the reference is to the Big Lebowski where she chop, chops off her toe and pretends it's a kidnapping victim's toe so that they can extort money from rich people. Amy Mann does. Yeah. I don't remember her being in that. Okay. Um, and uh, then I was like, oh, but like then the people that get into your band like the people who discover it who are on the inside of what the band mm-hmm. name means are going to be Big Lebowski fans and even though I like the movie The Big Lebowski I don't know that I love 
hardcore Big Lebowski fans. <laughs> Just so you know, Pete's email address. No, then people will email you. No, they won't. No, it is. It is a no. reference to the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's also the my handle on social media. <laughs> So wait, what kind of music? I thought about it too, and I was just like, I don't know, indie rock, some bullshit. <laughs> well, to tell you what it sounds like, it would sound like you would sound like whatever Neutral Milk Hotel sounds like. Yeah, that's indie rock, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. That's why I picked indie rock because it's like a thousand different things. No, unrelated. But my brother, oh excuse me, when we were, I was in high school, he used to be like, say this stuff around your friends and see if we could get it to catch on, and he was like. Uh, Eldritch Ska. Eldritch, what is Eldritch? <laughs> I don't know. I love my brother. <laughs> anyway, there was also some sort of genre he made up with, like, Ted McMahon's name in it, but I forgot what that one was. But anyway. This sucks, the- because I just walked you right into a transition. <laughs> oh, you mean with your icebreaker? Yeah. So you meant when I said Ed which, McMahon. Which, by the way, I did do that part on purpose, but then I forgot about an icebreaker when I was trying to <laughs> yeah. pick on you earlier. <laughs> Did I say Ted McMahon? I don't know. It doesn't even matter. I thought you were going to say, my brother wanted me to, or like made up some stuff and wanted us to try to get it to catch on. And I thought he was going to say, my gosh, it feels so neutral milk hotel in here. (laughs) Ew. uh, No. (laughs) Speaking of things that don't matter, today I'm going to talk about new metal. (laughs) I don't remember why I decided to do new metal. All I know is that I decided to pee. Who do you associate with new metal? It's interesting that you ask. I immediately went to, uh, is, I don't know how to say it properly. Uh, uh, if, listen, if anybody's going to come after me, all right, don't make it because I don't know how to say Rammstein right. But I, that's who I think of. And it occurred to me that I think that because they're German and the way that you spell new and new metal mm-hmm. is NU. That's yeah. honestly the only reason that I make that mental connection. Well, I will say I don't have Rammstein in this, and I don't think Rammstein is new metal. Also, if I'm incorrect with anything I say, come at me. I feel like the only person who maybe could come at me is James. But, like, come at me nicely or else I'm going to say I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to take back that thing where I just said that I like you more than ever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So... If you are very young, again, nobody very young is listening to us, and you weren't alive like in the 90s or you are born in the 90s, you might have missed new metal. Even Lucky. though some people, some people argue there's a new metal revival. Even oh, no. is supposed to be coming out with a new album. Anyway, new metal is a subgenre of metal music. New metal and the related genre, rap metal, <laughs> represented a fusion. Ooh, a fusion of heavy metal instrumentation <laughs> and hip-hop conventions such as rap lyrics and, quote, turntabling. Also, I have so many... This, I got so many snippets of things I wanted to say from different articles, and they don't all gel. I'm just going to throw a lot of information at you that I feel like is valid. I don't source anything because I was all over the place. That's fine. And some people say that new metal may also involve grunge and alternative rock, which is so f***ing vague. So yeah. new metal built on... Rap metal's foundation of rock and rap, as I said, but it em- also emphasized some of the more aggressive elements of his musical forebears, such as intense and angry lyrics, off-pitch guitars, and heavily amplified beats, were typical of new metal songs. Now, MTV states that one of the early new metal groups, want to guess? Uh, the Beatles. <laughs> 
MTV Music Television stated that one of the early new metal groups, Korn, Okay. Arrived in 1993 into the burgeoning alternative metal scene, which would eventually morph into new metal. The way one might say that college rock morphed into become alternative rock. Thoughts on that statement? Is college rock alternative uh, rock? I ask Pete because he I knows music stuff. I don't. But like, I feel like college rock still exists as a as a thing. I don't know. I never I, I always assumed that college rock was part of like an alternative umbrella. But yeah, I, I then again, I never knew what college rock meant. Can I ask a question that you might not have the answer to? Don't ask me what college rock means because I don't know. What is an alternative metal band like? Bef- like pre corn? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man, I put pre corn with a C. <laughs> What? No. What? I'm really concerned about the grunge side. <laughs> I'm upset about some of these. Good. Let's see. Well, you know what? I don't really alien know Alien Ant them. Farm? <laughs> yeah. Alice in Chains, Alien Ant Farm. I'm taking this off of Wikipedia. Come at me. Five Finger Death Punch, Flyleaf, uh, H.I.M., Mr. Bungle. Okay. Like, H.I.M. is the only one that seems to make sense to me, and honestly, I've never heard of them. Puddle I never heard Mud, their music. Rob Zombie. Okay, um, all right. Skillet, Slipknot. Okay. All right, all right. I think we're That's there. Yeah. Okay. So, new Metal became popular and really became like a thing in the late 1990s with bands such as, like I said, Korn, Limp Bizkit, and Kid Rock. And then new Metal's popularity continued during the early 2000s with bands such as Papa Roach, Stained, P.O.D., and came to a peak with Linkin Park's Diamond Selling Album, Diamond Selling, Diamond Selling Album, Hybrid Theory. I, I, just, I just want to say Godsmack. I don't know if, <laughs> if they are, but I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I'm going to now briefly highlight four, uh, no, four. I think I've liked a song from each one of these acts, <laughs> just like one uh, a piece. <laughs> I'm going to briefly highlight three people that were seen to be major players in the new metal uh, metal icons. (laughs) So one of them I don't really feel is new metal, but I'll be the judge of that. This is from a music magazine's article. One of them would be Deftones. And some people might call Deftones one of the forefathers of new metal. They laid the blueprint for what new metal would be. Lead singer Cheeto Moreno's ability to go from scream to whisper, from rapping to singing in seconds, and then they got a DJ and downturn <laughs> guitars. Those are all crucial new metal components. This is the one I'm like, mm, really? Disturbed. Disturbed released their debut album, The Sickness, in 2000. They found themselves lumped into new metal. Um, although, <laughs> Victims of circumstance. <laughs> although they were and are more different than almost all of the other people in the new metal scene. They have no DJ, as this article explained. They have no camo shorts. <laughs> and they their brand, No, they really don't. I think they just got lumped into it. Uh, and their brand of rock incorporated a rhythm section with heavy syncopated riffs underneath 
What this? Oh, I wish I remember what uh, magazine I got this from. Underneath one of the most unique voices of its generation, David Germain. You know what? I will say he did have a very unique voice. I do remember as a youth trying to emulate his in his song, Down With The Sickness. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please. I'll cut it in. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Disturbed was nominated for a Grammy in 2017. (laughs) Oh, wow. When New Metal was in full swing, like I said, Linkin Park released Hybrid Theory, and the album was a complete game changer. Certified Diamond for shipments of over 10 million, Linkin Park's at the commercial bar for not only the genre, but musical acts of the time in general. Even their 2003 follow-up, Meteora was a mega success. Uh, Linkin Park embraced hip-hop to the max with their 2004 (laughs) album, Collision Course, where they teamed up with hip-hop legend Jay-Z and dabbled in electronica-infused rock with a thousand sons and living things. Rest in peace, whatever the lead singer of uh, Linkin Park was. However, I feel like the last two you just... Or no, I feel like the Deftones and Linkin Park also have a lot of emo influence. I can see that. I can see that. Mm. Do you mean, like, thematically, or do you mean yeah. music? Yeah, I would say thematically, not Which really. Which is why, like, no. mentally, I always used to be like, oh my gosh, Linkin Park is so emo. Yeah, I agree. I definitely... I'm going to also talk about some, like, some themes that go across. Like I said, I kind of jump around a lot, but... I don't know. I find this like a like. Let's revisit it. And also, if you don't know what new metal is, listen to all this shit. Uh, <laughs> so by the mid two thousands, however, despite Wait, Linkin Park, I'm sorry. Are you making a sincere recommendation that our audience explore new metal? Only if they don't know what it is, <laughs> so they could like be happy they missed it. Uh, but okay. <laughs> It would be really odd this late in our friendship for me to discover that you're a closeted new metal fan. <laughs> Gross. I liked when I was young. I liked Linkin Park. By the mid-2000s, the oversaturation of new metal bands combined with the underperformance of a number of high-profile releases led to new metal's decline and some might say death, leading to the rise of metalcore. What new is metalcore? Metal. I don't know, Google it on your own time, whore. <laughs> Not you, I'm telling our, our viewers. And many new metal bands ended up disbanding or abandoning their established sound in favor of other genres. The way all those puddle of muds and disturbs ended up like going like kind of country. Do you remember like that kind yeah, of shit? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like Kid Rock went kind of country. Why they wanna pick on me? Lock me up and start away my key. Um, so the last couple of years of new metal exhibited the same death throes of any corporate trend. <laughs> Korn released their Untouchables album in 2002 when they only sold a third of the copies than like their original. Then in 2003, Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit was actually chased off a stage in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So a lot of bands really felt the decline. Now, finally, I sourced something. Enemy, the letter N-M-E, uh, the music magazine. Uh, New had an Music article. Express. Oh, is that what it stands for? 
Yeah. Is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, I had an article, Why New Metal Sucks. But this also talks about trends that go across new metal. Going back to what Pete said about it having like emo influences thematically, one of their headings is new metal sucks because of its lyrical content. Now, this is verbatim from the uh, article. They say that new metal lyrics are something like this. I hate my daddy. Wah, wah. I'm drowning. Do you know how it feels to be face down in a rotting corpse, drowning in blood? So ashamed of who I am. I f***ing hate you, bitch. I'll suck you. Should have kept my pants on, mummy. Was a f***ing bitch. Oops, I said that wrong. Should have kept my pants on. Mummy was a f***ing bitch. I'm dying. I'm crying. You don't know what it's like. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. The fashion choices. There's not a reference to self-harm, but other than that, yeah, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna die. Anyway, fashion choices. First, it's gotta have one of those beards. A oh, shaven yeah. <laughs> they describe it as a shaven face bar, the butt of a hamster... Wait, what? A shaven face bar, the butt of a hamster perched on the end of a chin, or an unraveled wire wool scrubber. I don't know. I just thought of Power Man 5000. <laughs> yeah. <oof. laughs> On top that of guy that, wore goggles. <laughs> frosted highlights, baseball cap. Baseball? The f- baseball yo. cap. I am a communication specialist as my job. Okay. Brag. Baseball, oh, shut up. baseball caps. Uh, oversized sport shirts. White socks pulled up to the knees. And, um, and then it says, I've got one word for you. Kulaks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Long and shorts. Vocals. Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read verbatim because I like the way they word things. Quite apart from the tryhards that make up much of new metal, the voices they put on were really the pits. Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails once likened the sound of new metal to singers competing over who could sound the most like the cookie monster on Sesame Street. <laughs> Whining, desperate, pained, angsty, emo mopes that sounded like a dog caught in a trap. Mixed with lyrics about teenage alienation and earnest loathing sung by men well out of their teens is almost too much to bear. It's funny to hear Trent Reznor <laughs> reference the cookie yeah, monster. I know. <laughs> So now I will end with, I'm going to read excerpts from this person's blog post because I liked it. For many years now, the term, quote, new metal has somewhat annoyed me. It's not because I don't believe in its right to exist as a phrase defining a distinct genre. It's the way people tend to use it to label almost any band that doesn't fit into the extreme metal tag since the late 1990s. Being a student specialized in genre studies, I'll albeit cinema, I have spent many a moment reflecting upon the actual definition of new metal. This article is an attempt to define the genre while also trying to seek its origins and to distinguish some labeled new metal bands from the genre. So let's start with the foundation of new metal. I think it's safe to say that the genre started in 1997 with the release of two albums. First of all, there was Korn's Follow the Leader, which integrated a dense element of hip-hop throughout and secondly deftones around the fur i feel like someone above said it started in like early 1990 though did i get that wrong i thought they said something in 1993 no okay late 1990s they're right okay okay if corns follow the leader is considered new metal then what about corns first eponymous album and the follow-up life is peachy or deftones adrenaline 
I remember at school back in the day when Jonathan Davis was screaming out the lyrics, Good God, we had a term for these bands and others alike. Neo-thrash. Today that term has entirely disappeared and to many metalheads will probably come as an insult. Has anyone heard of Neo-thrash? Because I've never heard of neo I don't even know what thrash is. Also, I don't remember what I liked about that blog post because I don't like that much about it now. But when I saw it, I was, it was like, I like this. It was nice because it seemed to present a sort of uh, alternative to the view that you had been previously presenting. Yeah. So but I don't know perhaps like- for balance. <laughs> yeah. So, Pete, be real. Did you ever like any new metal bands? Bands? No, I don't think so. I'm like scrolling through a group of them now. It looks you never like... liked the Linkin Park song? No. I never liked Linkin Park at all. I did when I was very young. I feel like people who like Linkin Park, like it, it's sort of like I do just like file that away in a cabinet somewhere. <laughs> I don't actively. I liked a few songs. No, 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 I know. I'm not, I'm not coming after you now. <laughs> Filing it f***ing away. Yeah. But like like I said, there was like a song from each one of them that I was like, all right, I kind of like this song. Except oh, Linkin Park. I never Park. liked a single Linkin Park. Let that be known. I liked, uh, there was a remix of Freak on a Leash that I really liked. Ugh. But I couldn't tell you who did the remix, and that always made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, any questions about new metal that I probably can't answer? No, it's funny, but I'll say this much. If you start to look up new metal... The, the segment that talks about the history, which is 1980 to 1993, a lot of good stuff there. A lot of great stuff. Mm, okay. <laughs> and, like, they incorporate hip-hop that went a little heavy, like Cypress Hill, stuff like that, Rage Against the Machine, these kinds of things. Um, but, yeah, Chuck D, yeah, he was pretty he was pretty angry rapper, too. <laughs> like, But, yeah, then it just starts to fall apart, like, I see Coal Chamber, and I remember the name Coal Chamber when I was a kid. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, all these kinds of things come out, and you're like, oh, this stuff existed. Oh, no. That's disgusting. Yeah. Okay. But there's, like, a whole entire paragraph that discusses exact, exactly when do we chronicle this back to the beginning of the new metal genre. <laughs> Ooh. And he says, this one guy, uh, they credit Joel McIver, uh, acknowledged Corn made the new metal genre with their demo Niedermayer's Mind, um, which was released in 1993. Oh, see, 1993 stuck out in my head. I, I knew it did. Yeah. Guy, you want to fight us? Call yeah. us at five seven zero pod wad one. I probably won't fight back. <laughs> <laughs> the aggressive riffs of Corn, the rapping of Limp Biscuit, and the melodic ballads of Stained created a sonic template for new metal. <laughs> I'm not, I'm closing that tab. Whatever. <laughs> Plugs. So do you have any new metal bands that you want to plug? No, I want to plug BTS because they're not new metal and they're beautiful. <laughs> and they played Good Morning America today and they were fantastic. Nice. You? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't necessarily have anything to plug. In terms of uh, music that I've been listening to, though, I've been up to my ears in cover songs because i have been contributing to a radio show locally that is called do it again me and peter are best friends and i didn't know he was doing this cool basically it's a collection of cover songs it's just an hour show and i put them together and they play on 88.5 wrkc so if you live outside of wilkes-barre 
you can't hear them. And if you live oh, in Wilkes-Barre, I don't know when the show is on. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I guess it's valid for you not telling me then. Yeah. Uh, so you can't stream WRKC online anymore? Nope, because the college is unwilling to build a <laughs> reputable streaming server. Fun. Okay. Side note. If anybody out there knows anything about building stream media streaming servers, please reach out and let me know because um, I, I think that that the station would even be happy to pay someone outside of. Uh, but we just don't know anybody who knows how to do that stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you'd like to sexually slide into my DMs, I'm at Vandal on Instagram. I feel like one day this is just gonna like it's really gonna blow up in your face. <laughs> I'm joking, guys. Don't sexually. Unless you're be- yeah. And every week she's like equally coy. She's like sexually slide into my DMs. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am just kidding. If anyone sends me a dick pic, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Yeah. Five seven zero pod wad one. Don't forget about that. And yeah, I guess we'll talk to you next week. Bye, duties. <laughs> that I say it out of love. <laughs> <laughs> Buy you pieces of shit.